Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Your Girl Says. And today your girl says, are they trying to send us back home? And by that, I mean, are they trying to send us immigrants back to where we come from? That is the question. Today, mm, this segment will be all about politics. And if you're a politics enthusiast, you'll probably really like this episode. And if you're not, you'll still probably really like this episode. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. So let's backtrack. That's a couple of months ago when the scandal broke, the Windrush scandal, when it was apparent that Amber Amber Rudd, sorry, murdered her name just then, Amber Rudd sent all of these Windrush folks back to the Caribbean. Let me just give you the background on that. So this policy was developed under Theresa May when she was Home Secretary during David Cameron's premiership as Prime Minister. All right. So the the policy was a hostile environment and this hostile environment was created in order to regulate illegal immigration into the uk here's the first problem okay the windrush scandal the windrush the windrush generation were not illegal immigrants number one they were invited number two they were doing jobs so they were working so they weren't illegal immigrants let's 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 first get that straight thirdly on arrival they were granted british citizenship because they were they were offered jobs before they came and then they'd be naturalized that was the agreement that was the original agreement there was no ifs no ands no buts about it they came they get citizenship they get jobs build a life everyone's happy right no Fast forward to 40 years, probably, because that's maths and I ain't doing it right now. The government trying to send them home. Knock on your door. Immigration. Sorry, honey. You got to go because you don't have British citizenship here. So you've overstayed your welcome. Pardon? Excuse me? I don't think so. So the issue here, and this is what Amber Rudd said after she had to resign because obviously in the Brit- in britain we have a system called collective ministerial responsibility now that means if there's an issue under your department and at this at the present time amber rudd was home secretary which is her department meant that she had to take responsibility for what happened the Windrush scandal all those um individuals being deported back to the caribbean she had to take responsibility so the issue here is these people had actually been given British citizenship, but because the Home Office failed to retrieve their documents or lost them or whatever that lame excuse was, they had to be deported back to the Caribbean. I'm going to let that marinate for a while because these people were in their 60s and 70s and you send them back home. Back home to what? They've been in Britain for the majority of their lives. They don't have home. It's unlikely that they have homes back there. It's unlikely that they still have perhaps living relatives back there. You're sending them back to something that's foreign, essentially. So my question is, is was Britain even actually ever welcoming us? That is the question. Okay, so that that goes my first point. The reason why I believe they were trying to send us back to where we... (laughs) Where we originally come from was a Windrush scandal. Because that was a blatant mess up by the government. That they tried to cover up and say, oh, it was an incident that we overlooked and it was re-te-te. Well, the damage has been done now. Because the thing is that you process these people. You got the immigration to come to their houses, take them, etc. You process them. 
out of your system. You booked the planes, you booked the seat for the planes, and you sent them home. And then you realize that it's a scandal, and then you realize that there's an issue here, and that they were actually invited to your country. Okay. So the second reason why I believe they really be trying to send us home is again. So recently, I think it was like two weeks ago or a week ago, they recently deported 50, 50 Jamaican nationals back to Jamaica after they already had British, British, British citizenship. Pardon? And then I heard a couple of them died too. I don't understand. I really don't understand. They deported them on grounds of overstaying, etc., not having their papers. And now there's hearsay whether they did have their papers or they didn't. I, I, I don't understand what's going on. And I have to beg, the, I have to, I have to ask the question: Are they just targeting us Caribbean people? That has to be a question, because out of this whole hostile environment, I haven't heard about any European people that are not obviously not English and from UK getting deported. I haven't heard anything about them being pushed out of the country at their old age. I haven't heard anything about them dying over the stress, being stripped of their their pension, being stripped of their uh, benefits. Because I haven't heard anything about that. But I have heard about Caribbean Caribbean nationals who are now British citizens being stripped of their pensions. I have heard about them being stripped of their benefits, being stripped of their free health care, because apparently they don't have the right to abode within the uk now i don't understand that that don't sound like sense to me okay swiftly moving on the third reason why i really believe that they trying to send us immigrants and immigrants i mean us from the caribbean who originate and were born there like myself is because it's two things one the xenophobia in britain is so real You'll think it's not. And I'm going to divulge into that in a little bit. And secondly, and secondly, have you ever, as an immigrant, some, so someone who's not from the UK, have you ever tried to go on holiday and then come back to England? Because obviously you live here. Have you realised how difficult it is? Because it's very difficult. Okay, I'm going to go back to my first point about the xenophobia here in the UK. And by xenophobia, I mean racism. It's hella passive. Hella passive. So I'm talking... You apply for a job and you're like, yeah, I'm getting me some money, you know. Summer's coming up. I'm going to go on a holiday. Barker turn 19. We are mean. And you're like, okay, you get to the job interview now. That's providing you even get the job because they'll, they'll take one look at your name. And if your name ain't something British, you ain't getting that job, honey. That's it's most likely. They, they'll overlook you. You get to the job interview now. And it's like, oh, do you, do you have a um, right, right to work here? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you show them your documents. And then they take... It's the second look that always gets me. Oh, okay. And then we'll, 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 we'll be back. And we'll call you if you have the job. Furthermore, let's talk about applying to uni as someone who is not a UK uh, national. Let's talk about that. The amount of times I've had to provide my documentation for the uk i've been here since the age of three since the age of three but i have to provide my documentation for you to not charge me as an overseas student i can't remember the last time i've been back to my home country for more than a year for more than um, two months actually so you're now trying to tell me that i'm an i'm an overseas student because i don't have a british passport but i do have right to settle here excuse me pardon and the fact that they make it so difficult for you to 
get a place as a home student and therefore a home student refers to a student that actually gets funding from the government to go to uni so they don't have to literally pocket that nine thousand five hundred or something ridiculous ridiculous like that every term so you get help with that but if you're an overseas student you have to pay for them international fees and i don't know about you but i don't have no money for no international fees all right so already that whole process of applying to uni is made difficult because you have to provide so much documentation i know one person that had to provide their passport their mother's passport their father's passport and then the documentation that that they what day did you arrive in the uk brother i was like three how the hell am i supposed to know when i came to the uk or what date time location how am i supposed to know that i don't know that furthermore let's talk about i know you've probably all heard about um that nigerian youtuber is quite actually well known i think he goes to the university of leicester's in mr 200 meters and his student finance situation was so real guys it was so real i think it went over the, for the course of two years it was so hard for him to get student finance because he has he wasn't a british citizen but obviously he'd been living here for quite some time the government make it so difficult for those who don't have citizenship but have lived here majority all of their lives to be treated as such as british people because essentially even though some like to like to deny it that's what that's what we are we are british citizens now the issue with the student finances if again if you don't have british citizenship british citizenship sorry and you don't have a settled status i have a settled status that means you have the right to abode here because you, you've lived here for the majority of your life etc and you're basically a citizen all you need to do now is get your red book do you know how much that red book costs one thousand something hundred pounds for a red book and then you still have to pay that post office fee and then you still have to find somebody to sign that and if you don't go to school and it can't be somebody like your pastoral head of year you're gonna have to find a a preacher a police officer or somebody to sign that and say yes this person is a good person and deserves the right to abode within the uk excuse me but i've lived here majority of my life okay that's fine and all of this just to get one your british passport all of this clarification of your identity and how long you've been here to get student finance all of this all of this pro- providing of of id and just documentation from way back when in the early 2000s so you can actually go to uni and not have to break your pocket because you're not a british citizen but you lived here majority of your life now to me that sounds like they're trying to send us home so let me go back again and reiterate so the reasons why i believe they're trying to send us back home is one that rinrush rinrush scandal was a very very plain and simple to me we're done with you now you've done your work go back home secondly the ability to go to uni and the ability to go to uni and get funding when you're not a british citizen they make that very hard so that and having to provide so much documentation for who you are you're in the home office shouldn't you have that i i mean i have it because i know i'm not a citizen but i have settled status but you should all have that and thirdly that like i said the xenophobia the xenophobia is so real and it's very passive like i've just said with the unis applications the student finance etc that's why I, be- I really believe they'd be trying to trying to send us people home but here's the upside to that the upside is that we ain't going nowhere 
we really aren't going nowhere because at the end of the day as much as i have said i'm probably going to sound like i'm contradicting myself that there are no opportunities that obviously there are opportunities and i'd like to think that they're they're equally for everybody they're not but as long as we are here as people that come from the caribbean from africa from poland anywhere that's not within the uk and we've came we've come here we've made a life we've gone to school we're going to uni we're going to better ourselves as long as we've done that it doesn't really matter what hurdles are going to be in our way in forms of immigration in forms of just the system institutions all that sort of stuff we ain't going nowhere because we've made a life here i'm gonna make it great and it's gonna be prosperous yes i'm really i'm really giving you a lot of gems tonight i really am so in closing in closing as foreigners as immigrants we all have the right to go out and search for an for a better life and in doing so we are creating opportunities not just for ourselves but our families and our friends we're we're really doing it we're really out here we're really out here being prosperous We're, we're really out here and i for one i'm happy to be an immigrant but also i would class myself as a a, a, a british person because I've, I've been here long enough and i would say that even though they are clearly trying to send us home i mean you can disagree with me but again i rather you not we have the right to stay here and we have the right to make a life for ourselves so big up all my immigrants <laughs> big up all my people that weren't born in the uk but now we live here and we make it our life and lord knows it's hard and lord knows we be suffering but we get there and we doing it and it's amazing and to, and now your girl says good night until next time <laughs>